Welcome to Papa G's house. Tell me if you like music, if you like South Africa, if you like South African music, if you like anything that I've just mentioned, follow Papa G's house. Click a little subscribe there. Um, it's good to have you back for episode 67. It's going to be a fun one. But like I always say, housekeeping notes, remember to subscribe to Papa G's house, hit that little not notification bell. Follow us, uh, Papa G's house on uh, Instagram and all that other nonsense. But we got a fun episode today. It's gonna be fun. But without further ado, let's get this party started. Back in your lives, in your ears, and in your face. Welcome to another episode of Papa G's House. It is good to be back weekly, as promised, uh, during this weird time that we are having in 2020. But hey, listen, we're making it work. That's just the the way life goes. That's the that's the way we do. And uh, you know, it's good to to you know sit here and chat to you and chat to great artists from our beautiful country and outside. Um, that's the great thing about the show. I get to discover new people, new music. And you know, when, when we're finally out and about and we're ready to see shows and we're ready to, well, big shows and festivals. And, you know, when the world goes back to normal, I get to see these people in person and then eventually get them into Papa G's house physically, which is going to be great. You know, uh, we've been uh, in and out of, you know, like I had Patrick Davidson here recently. It was great, you know, but it's still... You know, me going out and doing all that stuff, you know, it's so weird to see people wearing masks out and out and about. So it's just one of those one of those things that I'm kind of like trying to get over. I don't know if you guys feel the same. Hit me up in the comments and let me know, because, um, you know, it's just kind of weird. I still feel so weird, like when out and about. But, uh, you know, work is picking up and, you know, we're having to, to get to the big outdoors these days. And uh, yeah, I find it kind of strange, but welcome back to Papa G's house. Episode 67. Today, we have a special guest. I say that for every guest, but I mean it for every guest. We've got Johnny Holiday of Rough Magic, uh, another band that's just been putting in the work and, and has aligned themselves with the right people and making great music. So I'm excited to chat to Johnny Holiday. They, they, I read a post that they posted on their on their page the head honcho so i'm looking forward to it so without further ado welcome johnny holiday of rough magic dude thank you so much for joining the show man how are you doing on this fine evening i'm doing pretty good nice dude got some wine there so, we go that's yeah. that's that's one thing uh last week uh, i spoke with gregory allen of the medicine dolls and you know what i gotta say i always love it when my guests have a drink with me because here we go i might not be drinking a red wine but i am drinking a an apple cider which is kind of 
lame, but it is what it is. I'm over beer these days. I don't know. I'm 36 years old and I just can't handle beer. It just makes me so bloated and uh, wine makes me too drunk. What do you say? Well, I mean, that's the point though, isn't it? That, that, that is true. Getting drunk, I suppose. <laughs> well, the quickest way, the quickest way is the best. I mean, I suppose that these are a little bit, these are a little bit stronger than your average uh, beer that I would would drink. So it it, it little it is a little faster to to the goal, but uh, red wine just takes me straight there, dude. Yeah, that's well. I think worse than red wine is probably, um, I guess, tequila. That's about instant. But Ooh, yeah, that's uh, red that wine is. Yeah, no, all of the above just is a, is a concoction for disaster for me, dude. <laughs> so, dude, tell me, how has, I mean, obviously, you've been, you guys have been super busy. You guys have, uh, um, you're giving us a healthy offering of Rough Magic on the 30th of October. I can't wait for people to hear it. I am one of the lucky ones that have been blessed with the opportunity to hear it before everybody else. And I must say, it is tasty and it is a healthy offering. And uh, so it, obviously this, this, this period has been super busy for you. But how has it? I mean, this is literally my opening question for everybody in this period. Because how has this thing been treating you? It's been treating everybody different. Well, I mean, it's been really strange. Um, it's been bad in a lot of aspects because um, we should have been touring overseas right now which obviously that didn't happen other mm -hmm. than that i don't know it's been kind of relaxing uh, just not having to worry about things but sure. yeah it's not the best thing i would have liked to be able to be out and about playing shows and festivals and whatnot yeah no for sure for sure something that you have i, I mean dude I, I can't even believe it i must say from you know, I, I was playing, um, and I think you guys played a medal for Africa, one of the winter or the summer fests uh, early on. I think it was, uh, I don't know, it must have been 2017, 2018. Um, and I was like, who the fuck are these guys? This is awesome. And um, yeah, it's just, you guys have just shot to to this, or you've, you've done it on, obviously, with on your own shoulders, but it went from strength to strength to strength. All of a sudden, you know, Rough Magic was a new name to me, but now it's all over the place. And I mean, that must feel good, dude. Yeah, no, that's a, I'm very uh, happy about that. And I'd say, I guess I'm quite proud about it as well, um, because it took a lot of work. You sure. wouldn't believe the amount of emails that I send <laughs> on a regular basis. But um, yeah, it's cool. I'm quite glad that it's, like uh, i'm glad we got to this point basically um, yeah except for you know this year obviously things got a bit out of hand but yeah. hopefully next year we pick up where we left off yeah sure i mean out of hand literally and figuratively it was out of your hands dude that's just the way that's the way the 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 universe presented it to all of us so like for musicians uh especially touring musicians people who make their money from touring and all that kind of stuff it must have been a complete fuck up for you but at the end of the day you've got the devil's cattle hitting all, all the whole world on the 30th of october and you know i said to, i said to to gregory last week when i was chatting to him about their latest album it's another healthy offering 13 track 13 track album yeah, well, 
I really like long albums, I guess. It's um, and it's not a very usual thing these days because no. um, the world's the world's gotten more about singles, you know, and uh, quick releases. But I still like the vibe of like a full album, sitting down and having the whole experience. Totally. So, yeah, that's why I guess we went with thirteen tracks, and I'm really excited for people to hear it because I think it's going to be mostly surprising which i, I was I gonna mean. say that i mean i mean i i gotta be honest you know um uh, as as one does you know obviously i've got my preferred taste everybody's got their preferred taste in music right the one thing about i've i've noticed over the years is the strength to strength that this particular genre has picked up uh, and and the new artists popping out and, and people making statements um in, in this genre and stuff like just like you guys but it's 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 just it, it's taken over the world almost man this uh sludge and roll rock and like rock and roll infused um you know with with, with different ele different elements and stuff it's it's seriously seriously refreshing yeah well that it's a cool thing for me too like we only recently like in 2015 when we started out and we were recording the um, our first ep and that kind of stuff um we only then kind of found out about the existence of most of this music but it had been around for a long while mm. but seemingly over the last few years it's just kind of picked up momentum and now yeah. there's loads of festivals overseas bands breaking through yeah. the whole time which is you know but and also great. like dedicated festivals to the music as well i mean um that that's another thing that that blew my mind though, you know um that that there are whole festivals dedicated to the genre and stuff and people of and and the the following is so big that they're able to do that yeah that's great and uh, i mean like specifically in europe the scene over there for this kind of music it's ridiculous you know yeah. they've got there's so many festivals like you can play a full summer tour in europe and you can play just festivals like you don't even have to play club shows if you just get onto all of the festivals which is that's quite cool yeah absolutely and and when when you say people are going to be surprised i think they will be because you have added some some new new elements i mean let's not give too much away let's let them hear it but it is kind of exciting to 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 like if you're a rough magic fan you're in for a treat yeah i think it's going to be a wild one because there's a lot of i guess different fusions of genres happening but we've also been adding in new stuff with like we've never had piano in songs before yeah exactly now. exactly i mean that, 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 that i like my piano well i mean there, there was a bit of piano i mean i did did see your video um oh man what's the track's name quickly let's uh have a look quickly you re released it um uh, lead pills and thrills i think it was oh yeah that was um that was just the previous single yeah so okay. that's the first time ever there's been a rough magic song with any piano on it and i was yeah. expecting people to um, be outside our door with like pitchforks and torches but no dude it was it was amazing i mean and that video and oh we, yeah the video the was vampire fun the, the the zombie video and all that kind of stuff that looked like it was so much fun to do dude it definitely was it was and uh, surprisingly also more straining than you would imagine just like oh no the amount of hours yeah gotta get the right shot yeah 
But other than that, it was a lot of fun. Just, nice. you know, spending a whole day with people in zombie makeup is a lot. Actually, there's a real fun story about this because we shot it in Kempton Park. Okay. Um, and then, like, midway through the shoot, we decided we needed some beard. So I got two of the uh, people in zombie makeup with me, and they just, like, they hopped in the car, and we drove to get some beers and we walked in we bought beers and we walked out and nobody noticed and it was mind-blowing i was like <laughs> everybody in kempton park yeah everybody in kempton park so so just busy doing their own thing that they didn't even know that zombies are walking around the corner yeah like not at all <laughs> and even the lady at the checkout like we put down the beers and she was just like okay this is so much and we were like okay cool and just desensitized to any sort of craziness <laughs> it was wild man. no that's incredible dude. Thing I've ever uh, good good funny uh one just towards the end is uh there's a one zombie that they they sharing a joint and a beer and the one's wearing an oppie copy t-shirt and then there's this dude standing at the back of him just staring at the fucking camera and i'm just like what is going on <laughs> i thought it was great and then at the end it's like the effect of alcohol <laughs> it's yeah, not a stimulant one of my but then another thing about the video that was really i don't understand how there's like right in the interesting um there's like the introduction of all the band members and then each of them are dealing with uh, whichever zombies they're dealing with yeah and then our bass guitar the man with the throw yeah the, he's the, just the man up. with the on the motorcycle that saves you from the three chasing you definitely right so the thing is he's got his eyes open and he's sitting there and those are the two funniest zombies in the whole video the one standing in front of him waving like yeah yes, in yeah. front of his face or whatever and he did not laugh once Crazy. I have no idea how. <laughs> he just kept a straight face. I was laughing. Yeah, no, no, I can imagine. He had to the zombies to laugh, but he was just like, just sitting there. <laughs> That's brilliant, man. That's brilliant. Um, gee, so so that must have been fun. And when did you shoot that? Um, at the start of September, I think maybe it was like the first or the second of September. I don't remember. Um, okay. But yeah, like literally at the start of September and then we released it two weeks after. Okay. Jeez, I mean, that's that's quick turnaround there from shooting and releasing. Eh? It was, but we were, honestly, we were behind schedule when we started. So uh, okay. there was no other option. And for that, I'm eternally grateful to the ladies from Tiger and Lily Productions. Yeah. Because they shot and edited that video and professional as all but also super fast so yeah nice. Um, nice. if anybody needs to make a video go check out those ladies they know Yo, they for do. sure what's a tiger tiger and lily studios tiger and lily productions 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 yeah go check it out i mean uh, they did a great job man i really thought that that video was super entertaining and stuff but there's one thing that you grabbed that that grabbed me now obviously you guys have been uh busy doing your album and uh you know you, you've had a rigorous touring schedule and stuff schedule that was one thing that really that sparked me because you know a lot of uh, south african bands and you know if you're doing it for yourself or you're doing doi i mean i know you've got mongrel records and plug music hey well plug music agency in the chat what's up dudes um 
you know so do you have a scheduled program where you where you literally have like deadlines attached yeah we definitely do um uh, especially now working with the label there's a lot of things um like for instance you have to deliver a video a certain amount of time before mm -hmm. it's supposed to be released so you can get all the pr opportunities sorted out you have to deliver a single like the audio for the single long enough ahead of time so you can get playlisting sorts of places like spotify and so on so uh, there is a very set out um schedule where you have to like we um and that's a mission i guess because usually like back in the day all my deadlines were self-imposed yeah you know, then they can be pushed something, back and pushed back and pushed back that's why i'm like yeah, that, yeah. is that why you're so on fire with all your with all your vibes that you that that you've got these people pushing you and that's the reason why they're on your team because they're there yeah, well, to I mean, make you not slack basically yeah well i mean it seems um i'm glad you're saying that uh, plug music is on the wire now because this is also a semi-funny story but i don't think uh warren found it funny um, <laughs> tell me i'm Monday, all this, because he's such a legend no he's a great guy but on monday i was supposed to have a um skype interview with a radio station or um no no like a magazine i don't remember exactly what it was yeah in australia um which was all fine and well but it was early at like morning. a ridiculous time yeah very set up no not at all like nine o'clock okay i mean that's a very reasonable time in the morning um mm -hmm. and yeah so we went out for a sunday uh, party with um, the bassist and some other friends of ours and that got very out of hand Oh, shit. I found myself extremely lost. And then, like, a few minutes before the interview, uh, Warren eventually uh, Gets got hold of, of me and he was like, are you ready for the interview? And I was like, no, I'm, like, somewhere in a bush, man. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to, this is not going to work. That's amazing. That's amazing, yeah. dude. No, it, it wasn't great. But luckily, we got this um interview rescheduled and then it was fine but yeah no i felt really bad about it so warren yeah. if you're listening i'm sorry you no know, for sure no i hear you but listen I, well why don't i just uh, uh put this out there you and i have been been trying to chat to each other for a long time and that has not been your fault that has been my fault. So it happens to everybody, bro. Like this is DIY podcasting. If I got a shitload of work to do, sometimes, you know, the, the stuff that makes me money needs to take priority. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's just one of those things, man. It's You've got to take it in your stride. And, you know, like, you know, for something like this, it's, it's you know, we can get together anytime. So it's, it's, never, it's never canceled. It's always just moved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. At least it was a good party, you know. Yeah, for sure, and I also think it was. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. As hey, dude, I'm hoping it was a good party because it sounded like a fucking blowout. Um, but yeah, it was very wild. <laughs> nice, um, but yeah, dude. Jeez, uh, uh, I've completely lost my train of thought. Yeah, look, we. I mean, I'm I'm someone myself who likes to likes to have a bit of a party every now and again, and you know, you know, it, it happens. 
Plus, you're, you, what happens when rock stars don't get to be rock stars? It it doesn't exactly. end, it doesn't end well. I just that's true. So I guess that's the thing. I actually I remember I was uh, telling Warren when we were messaging of like I'm gonna have to slow down at some point. You know, <laughs> uh, the rock and roll lifestyle is gonna kill me. So I just need to rein it in just a little bit so I yeah, can I get see. some admin. Yeah, you got you, know, you got those lemmy chops going, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been well. Is it, was that an inspiration? I can only. Yeah, no, I'm uh, a big fan of the man, obviously. Well, it's, not everything about the man, but uh, the rock and roll bits of him. Yeah, yeah. sure. No, sure. but also the other reason is I'm really, I'm really bad at growing beards. So this is what I grow the best. The rest of this is, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just clean up, just clean, clean up the tat, clean, clean up the whiskers and keep the beef. You know what I'm saying? That's the vibe. <laughs> nice. So, so now tell me, there's one, another thing that, that I, that I, um, I wanted to chat to you about is your international schedule because I, you know, I discovered you, I, I was like, you, you know, for, for any local band you're like oh there's a new band you're like okay cool a new band you know um and it takes a while for you to take notice just like every band working you know their way through the scene as as new and up and coming or whatnot but i noticed that you guys had actually started the band in 2012 in lindenburg i mean that that, that where is that where on god's earth is that okay so it's not lindenburg it's leidenberg leidenberg uh, okay okay yeah. i'm a little it's bit a, dyslexic not really but I, i'll blame that no that's fine <laughs> um, so it's, a, it's a really really small town in bumalanga um and it's of the name is afrikaans it means town of suffering and Ooh, that um, sounds brutal well it it is exactly Okay. What? Yeah. So we grew up there, and it was not the best. So we ended up moving to the city. Okay, we being who? Um. So it was uh, me and the founding basis, the motorcycle man. We grew okay. up together from pretty early on. We were in the same, um, uh, like primary school, mm -hmm. high school together, and then we just kind of. Uh, started bands together and mm -hmm. back in the day initially we were playing really horrible um punk i suppose yeah we were trying to play punk, but it just like we couldn't play our instruments and you know it was just a muddled up mess um and then eventually we started rough magic um and we ran through a whole couple of other members who came in and went out and whatever mm -hmm. and then we got uh, the drummer, who was also um, in school with us, but we weren't really friends back then. It's just like we needed a drummer, and then we were like, oh, okay, great. Here's this mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. Got him, and then we moved to the city. And then since then, um, oh, yeah, so it was basically the three of us that moved over, and we were living together in Pretoria for a while. And since then, it's been a bunch of different uh missions i guess overseas and to different cities and whatnot yeah so so take me to your first trip overseas because 
before I knew it, you were playing a medal for Africa. You did play a medal for Africa, right? No, it wasn't medal for Africa, but I what do was think it? I remember the show you're talking about. Um, but it wasn't medal for Africa. It was something else. But I'm, I'm guessing it was something that was organized by Emelith. I think so. Yes, it could have uh, been, yeah. Yeah, but I I really don't exactly remember what it was. But okay. yeah, it's a while ago. It should have been. Yeah, yeah, sure. Thing. I mean, I don't expect to remember. I mean, you've you've got. I mean, you've got a million shows on your belt. But so so you take take me to your, how did it first come about? I mean, it's not every day you get a band. You know, I mean, you came from small small town, then moved to Pretoria, and then all of a sudden, boom, you're uh, you're touring Europe. Yeah, so that came about because I'm a liar. And I'm very <laughs> I love it. So um, what happened was I was sending emails mm-hmm. to festivals overseas and what I was sending, well, in Europe, and I was sending them emails saying, we're coming on tour for uh, the month of whatever month that was. Mm-hmm. We're going to be on tour. It's in the same time as when your festival is happening, so you might as well book it. And... Surprisingly, that worked. So are, you fucking, festivals- are you serious? They booked you just on that basis. They're like, yo, like, uh, we're on tour, book us, we, we'll be there. Yeah. Well, obviously, I sent cool, through like, some of our songs and whatever so people could check it out. But the idea was we're already on tour. So they don't have to pay X amount of money to get us there. But then I ended up booking a bunch of festivals so that paid for the tour. And then I was like, okay, cool. So then I went to a, a booking agency in Europe and I said to them, well, look, you might as well book us for a tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe just, did. And just that's me, how that worked out. Just do me a favor. Why don't we switch your video off for a bit? Your, your connection's super low. So uh, we can just see your voice for the meantime until your connection gets better. Oh, there we go. As I said that, <laughs> it was frozen. Uh, next music, South Africa. Yo, what's up, my dudes? What's happening? Good to have you guys in here. Um, we uh, are you there? Are you there, dude? Yeah, I'm here. Can oh, you there we hear go. me? Perfect. Yeah, yeah, much, 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 much better. So we were talking about the. So you 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 sent them an email, and um, you were like, we're on tour, and it worked. And obviously, you sent them the material for them for you uh, to them for you to review. I mean, to, to them, for them to review, and then boom, you're there. And that's that's where we left off. Yeah, and then basically because of that, we were, um, I had these festivals that said, okay, sure, we'll book you guys. And then I found a European booking agency. I messaged them and I said, look, we're playing all of these festivals. Why don't you just book us for a tour? And they did. That's amazing. That's Jeez, you know, you never know if you you don't shoot your shot. Yeah, like I said, a lot of lying, but I'm very skilled at it, so it works. Well, out I mean, fine. lying is it? I mean, you're a good band, you're on tour. How much is that is lying? I, I mean, the part about being on tour was a lie initially, but it became true. Well, so that's the thing. You 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 dreamt your lie into reality, basically. I mean, your 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 whole plan came together yep that's that, insane dude i mean have you ever well, considered like t- telling everybody anybody that i mean that's insane i've told it to lots of people actually it 
happens quite a lot of times where um, because we end up speaking to a lot of fans in this game as mm-hmm. well. And usually the question comes up, how did you guys book an international tour? And I do tell everyone this exact same story, but I'm not sure everyone believes um, you believes it, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it sounds hard exactly to believe, but you know, that, I mean, that's, that's what happens when you've got tenacity and, and you believe in yourself and you believe in your music and, and you have brothers that you want to experience that kind of shit with. You, you, you put your dream into reality, basically. Is that if that's what you wanted to do, you did it. Just like your your release. I mean, thirteen tracks. I mean, well put together. I mean, you've got to you've got to give Plug Music and Mongrel uh, props for for their their press packs and and the stuff that they're doing and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's really it's top notch shit. I mean, it's you know they they're really putting out a good product. And and uh, uh, yeah, with 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 obviously with your great music attached to it. Yeah, I'm very happy with the guys from uh, Mongrel. It's a that's another thing that just kind of um, uh, that worked out, I guess, uh, with the collective dream because I was working on the ideas for the new album mm-hmm. and I was speaking to Warren and I said, "We really need to be able to put this out. Like it's uh, we just need something uh, to work with somebody that'll have a, our back." Yeah. And then Warren was like, "Well, you know what? I'm starting a label." And he did. That's amazing, dude. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, we have Mongrel. Yeah, I mean, incredible. Now, now, tell me something. Uh, the another thing that I that I noticed. I mean, you, you, you that that led you to your first international show, but there, there are there are a number of other shows that you've played um, internationally. You played like Netherlands and and all that kind of stuff. Well, how did that all come about? Because you, I don't think you had um, a I mean, did you have a booking agent at that time? I mean, you did say you, you contacted one. Was that just once or what happened? No, so what happened was the very first tour, because that all worked out quite well, mm-hmm. um, we got that booking agency involved. And from then, they've been um, kind of helping us out booking tours. And then at the like midway through last year, they officially signed us to their touring rosters. So they mm-hmm. do our things for us in Europe now mm-hmm. um, and they've gotten us into some pretty cool festivals and whatnot and uh, other places like some festivals have just contacted us because um, it's a very strange vibe but people this is things South African bands don't necessarily know about themselves but it's a very good thing we are very rock and roll in the sense of uh, the rock and roll lifestyle because overseas it's you play a show you go backstage for a couple of minutes you get in your band and you go home and that's just like in, or at least from my perspective not mm-hmm. the South African way of doing things because mm-hmm. we go out we have a party mm-hmm. and that has led to places booking us quickly because they've heard oh you're that band that you know parties with the crowd after until the next morning and i'm like yes doesn't every band do that and <laughs> usually that, that's no. true and that, that is something that i have noticed over time johnny I, I won't lie to you i mean i think you and i share the same sentiments um you know albeit it won't be it's not exactly good on our bodies i mean we we, we can choose whatever we want to do but um the 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 crux of the matter is like if you take 
what was happening with rock rock stars and musicians in the 80s compared to what's happening now it's it's a completely different ball game um you know and uh it's the, the rock star lifestyle isn't exactly the rock star lifestyle anymore but there are some of us that still like to to put that lifestyle you know uh, to 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 live that lifestyle yeah for sure i wouldn't necessarily say even rock star that's a that's a, a very strange word that makes it sound like people have like um private jets and no um, no 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 you like, listen you got me all wrong there yeah, yeah i don't know Did the the rock stars and like we play a show and you get pretty fucked up afterwards you have a hangover you brush it down with some uh energy red bull uh gatorade whatever the fuck you want to drink just to, to recover lots of water the next day and then you hair of the dog there you go you start again for the next show yeah for sure and that's what i'm saying i think that's the thing that a lot of um, south african bands don't realize we have that going for us in the sense that you know um because europeans aren't used to bands doing that mostly they're very excited when bands do in fact come out and have a party with you know the crowd afterwards okay and so what you're saying is that's like really the norm across the board now is that bands usually just uh they don't stay stick around at the end and uh and party with their fans or party with the for the crowd that that paid to go yeah well okay. at least in my experience from uh, europe side that's the vibe and i do understand it because i mean yeah. um, i mean you get your diet you get your your very very serious musicians i want to save my voice I don't want to play a shit show tomorrow, all that kind of stuff. I understand yeah. that side of it, obviously, but um, it is a it is it is a lifestyle that that uh, it. I mean, I don't know. I always associate rock, metal, and all that kind of stuff with a good old time. So that's kind of. I mean, and also I'm. I don't know how old you are, but uh, I'm 36 years old, and and you know, back in the day when when it was heavy metal and rock and roll, and you, there was definitely a case of beers attached to it. Definitely. No, there has to be. Um, also, I'm 28. Okay. Okay. Nice. Jeez, bro. I've got a couple of years on you, so you, uh, I hope you keep that lifestyle up for a good few few more years, eh? Yeah. Well, I'm hoping <laughs> I get concerned, though, because I hear people, like, it always, you know, it comes in waves, like, um, when I turned 28, people were like, oh, but just you wait. You just know? you wait till you hit 30, 30. boy. Yeah, your yeah. body's gonna fall apart. And I'm like, uh, nah, nah that's a lie, bro. Um, just look at Lemmy. <laughs> he collapsed. Exactly. His, he 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 lasted till seventy, I think. He's, and look at Keith Richards. He's still going. He's like literally a walking mummy, man. So, uh, you know, I you know, there there are certain people that are built for it, and there are certain people that are not built for it. Yeah, I'm just hoping I am built for it. I'm nah, right. I think you'll be alright, man. You, it sounds like you got <laughs> got the right attitude. Um, I like it, I must say. And, and you know what I, I must say is I'm looking forward to for you guys coming down to, to Cape Town so we, we can experience that little that little uh, jam together. For real, man. It's been such a long while. Um, since you've had Cape Town? Since I've been. Yo, yo, I don't even remember when. It must have been like last year. Jeez, man. I mean, like, dude... Cape, I mean, I don't know. Like, I've been living my own little life here. I mean, you know, this quarantine. I don't mean, I don't want to call it a quarantine. This uh, lockdown or whatever it's called. 
you know, it's 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 shut most places down to to an extent where it it's created fear amongst the the public, and and nobody wants to do anything. So, yeah. So every every uh, the every opportunity you get the next time to come down to Cape Town, do it, and we can set that up. Yeah, we definitely will as soon as there is a gap. I'm yeah, for sure, for sure. But thirtieth of October, dude, nine days. Are you excited? The devil's cattle. I'm very excited. I want to. Um, I'm more excited, I guess, for what people are going to say about it than anything else. Yeah. I want to see people's reactions are. Well, um, I can say it on good authority that that uh, people are most certainly in for a treat, but. But also, I know, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. But um, so obviously, if things tend to lighten up somewhat, are you keen to, to do a little bit of like a, a limited extravaganza? I mean, obviously, the venues can't hold full capacity and all that kind of stuff. Or is it too much of a mission for you? I know you've got the live stream coming up. We can chat about that um, after we chat about the album. But um, tell me what your thoughts are on that just going forward into into you know november december january area yeah i mean look as soon as it's possible for us to play full capacity shows we'll definitely want to do that um but we have some cool shows coming up not a lot though mm -hmm. um just a, a couple we're doing one uh, this upcoming friday um in johannesburg in a place called the irish and mm -hmm. then but that's at 50 percent capacity yeah. and obviously it will keep the necessary regulations and whatnot um but it should be a cool one we're doing that with jog from shadow club okay sorry just uh, repeat that again you you you, you broke up a bit fan of his work you broke up a bit in my ear who who are you doing it with with jock Moorman of shadow club oh jock Moorman of shadow club can you That's hear me awesome yeah 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 i can hear you which is organized by the guys of Ramface. And I think yes. that's a, that's a big crowd, but obviously it needs to be socially distanced and whatnot. Um, that's crazy. But yeah, I'm actually quite interested to see how that's going to work out. Um, like yeah, uh, I mean, it, it could determine the future of how shows are going to be, you know, handled until this fuck up of a year disappears or this stupid virus disappears. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, the thing is, um, with it being at Loftus, there's a lot of space there. You know, it's a big fucking uh, rugby yeah. stadium. So there's a lot of space. Um, yeah. And so who's, I guess, who else is playing on that show? Um, don't worry no, about it. Are you playing on? That's oh. what matters, okay? That's what matters. Yeah. But I just I'm, I want to read you something, dude. The Devil's Cattle is a collection of dystopian hymns and feel-good ap apocalyptic jams to shake your hips and bang your head. To. think zombie montages demonic cabarets drug-fueled car chases claustrophobic riffs psychedelic freakouts and hypnotic duo tones uh sonics is tightly packed into a highly fluid slice of high-speed rock and roll fuck that gets me excited dude so tell me what you've got the devil's cattle uh, that is a song so it's obviously the title track do you want to share any information about how, what the meaning behind the title is? Or do you want to wait for that, the album to be released before you, you say anything? Well, no, I can tell you where the um, initial idea for the name came mm -hmm. from. Um, that was, uh, Fiona Barros told us the story when we were in Germany. Um, like we had a couple of off days during one of our tours. Yeah. And they took us to 
a place called Spreewald, which is S-P-R-E-E and then W-A-L-D. But basically, mm-hmm. it's a, a forested area mm-hmm. with a bunch of small level, uh, like a bunch of small little waterways mm-hmm. and people mission around on those in, uh, gondolas, basically. And wow. then there's like little... Um, little i guess settlements or towns a little bit in between so you just move through all of this and it's a really beautiful place and then he told us um a folk fable about it mm-hmm. is long long ago apparently like before the creation of the world the devil was plowing the fields okay like the primordial field of the earth and um he had his cattle harnessed and whatever and then they stopped for a break and he got angry at them so he threw his hat at them and they all just kind of scattered in different directions mm-hmm. yeah and then because of that it it kind of created all the different waterways that you find in the square vault and i thought that oh, was wow. a really cool story so i ended wow. up deciding that the devil's castle would be uh the album title and nice. then you know a lot, a lot of other lore that goes into that and into the song itself, but I don't, I don't really like telling people. No, no, open for interpretation, dude. I'm a big, I'm a big advocate for that. So I, I, you, I don't intend for you to go into the meanings. You want to let everybody determine how they feel about it, right? Exactly. One hundred percent. I'm with you. One one hundred percent with you. One thing I also got to say is you guys have got one of the coolest logos or text styles for the rough magic uh logo i mean it's it takes me back to like starsky and hutch type style it's amazing oh yeah thanks man that was i mean that was all part of the master plan for this uh new album mm-hmm. um we're looking for because we've run through a couple of different logos before mm-hmm. but that was kind of really the style i was looking for and it does look a lot like coca-cola i guess but no you know. dude i dig it uh well i mentioned starskin hutch like that that like you know um do you, you know starskin hutch by any chance uh yes i do a couple yeah. of remakes i'm um, just that i can you know like a it's yeah it's weird it's like it gives me that 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 feel but that that um you know riding in a in a in a in a cadillac kind of on the desert roads kind of stuff that's um, exactly the right vibe oh i love it man um now tell me the the cow with with the snakes on its horns in obviously devil's cattle does it it obviously plays into the whole story of of the fable the, the law you were talking about yeah exactly awesome. but again like i said i'm always um there's a whole lot to unpack with our albums usually and if you're like mentioning through the lyrics or um, the videos or whatever we're dropping, there's always cross-referencing to all sorts of things. But I don't like telling people about it because it's always fun to see what kind of uh, theories people come up with on their own. Um, And also, it takes the fun out of it. You know, if I create a whole puzzle, I don't want to tell you how to solve the puzzle, basically. Yeah, for sure. No, no, that's good. Um, um, I will give you my interpretation once I've had a good few beers and and whatnot and and we can we can uh we can wrap that uh, on another on another day 
um, I can give you my explanation how I interpret it and all that kind of stuff. But the one thing that another thing that caught me, dude, was um, that due to the, to the rigorous touring schedule that you you eventually found yourself in, you ended up going into like a modular setup where band members could like swap themselves out d- depending on availability. Yeah, that is. Um I think it's strange for a lot of people to think about that as a setup, but the truth is a lot of uh, international bands have that kind of vibe of course, anyway. Of course, Where you can trade out if it's necessary because, you know, sometimes life does get in the way. Someone can't make a tour or, you know, for whichever reason. Sure. Um, and you need somebody to be able to fill in at whichever time. For so sure. I'd say we've got a let's say basic lineup mm-hmm. of what we have but we also have you um, got your full-time backup. lineup and then your 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 touring lineup yeah basically yeah and right. with a pop like above that also there's like backups for extra touring musicians sure and the thing i'm really happy about is it's always great friends you know so um like for instance last year in october we played uh well, a quite lengthy tour with a bunch of festival mm-hmm. appearances and our bassist couldn't make it. So we played that with another friend of ours who's also a fantastic musician and mm-hmm. a really good bass. And he's one of our very old friends. We've known him for many, many years. And he just so happened to also be living in Spain. So wow. then at that point, I was just like, well, this makes most sense. Yeah. And then, yeah, so that's basically the idea. Just like, if it needs to happen, the show must go on, you know. So anybody needs to be interchangeable at any point so we can keep bringing the same show. For sure. And enter Everts Neyman. Yes. Tell me about him because it seems like he's had a he's had quite an impact on your on your project projection. Yeah, so this is actually uh, also an interesting story. Um, growing up in... Uh, Leidenberg. Leidenberg. Uh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> me and the base were obviously back then we were watching MCAR when MCAR was still a thing that was, you know, uh, obviously getting Shout into Shout out Louis de Pisani. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and getting into that like whole subculture of things. Yeah. And then one day we saw a music video of a band which was one of Eiffert's previous bands called Black Pimp and Beavis. And I think that was like, it must have been our favorite thing. Like we recorded it and we listened to it like over and over because it was such a cool vibe. Awesome. And I was just always amped to eventually play a show with Eiffert, you know, if mm-hmm. we like, for some reason, were able to get into the scene. And then, you know, a couple of years later, we booked a show and we ended up playing a show with these newer band at the time called pollinator mm-hmm. and they were fantastic and he came walking in and i had no idea who was in pollinator and i saw him and i was like you're that guy you're the guy <laughs> and i was super excited we had it i had a bit of a fanboy moment me and the basses as well awesome. and then luckily for me yeah had listened to our music before the show as well and he was also very amped about our music so we had like a really good um like a bro down moment mm-hmm. over music and then after that he assisted us with recording our albums the um, seasons and tarn he was working 
string reverse on both any kind of blended vocals and some amazing uh production notes and help with guitars and whatever over time and then by the time we got to the devil's castle i was just like you know what join the band come on and yeah that's awesome like, dude so you had so such much. a good experience you're like just jump aboard brother we need you we, we love your contributions yeah basically and that's awesome um i'm quite happy that he said yeah he'd be into that and now here we are there we go here we are that's amazing dude and um so hullabaloo sessions how did that come come about that's the 31st of october um it's you can get your tickets at compute ticket um and and it's it's in con- conjunction with just music compute ticket mongo records hullabaloo urban sessions i've seen a couple of them coming about it's only 80 rand it's at 6 p.m it's amazing yeah so that is um uh it's a new venture by just music that they started they're working with the guys from urban sessions who produce really mm-hmm. high quality really good looking live streams yeah they've had a couple of cool bands the tasers on uh they had savage lucy if i'm not mistaken yes also just made jackals. his way to up our, our area um yeah yeah i saw on facebook yeah so so i'm hoping to get him in studio soon he doesn't know it yet but he it seems that he's he's uh gonna start doing some live streams himself so i'm looking forward to that but more more on this hullabaloo session so they they're doing i mean they've done they've done great i have seen um a number of them i think didn't uh, uh truth and his burden also do one recently yeah, truth and his burden did one i think it was a month ago it might yes. have been a month ago as well they did a really cool one with a really uh cool looking stage setup as well for sure so uh, but yeah so basically it's a new thing by just music and um affiliated with mongrel records of course so they're j- uh, basically getting the bands that are available on their uh, collective rosters to do these live streams which i think is uh that's quite amazing. cool actually that's super cool man um now in terms of the 13 uh obviously all you need is speed was the first uh, album uh, the the first release we saw we saw that video um that came out uh i think about a month ago just just over a month ago the second was uh lead pills and thrills what what is your favorite song of the album or do you care not to say i i am happy for you not to say but do you i don't know that's a bit of an unfair question i guess because um, <laughs> i do like all of them but, sure um I don't know. That's a bit, yeah, it's really tough to say. They all no. have, the thing is, they're all so extremely different from each other. It's yeah. hard to choose one over the merits of another one. I'll tell you what, the, the one song, Born to be Bile, is yeah. uh, one of my favorites. I wouldn't say it's the favorite. That's track 11, if I think, if I can remember. Yes. And um, I am really excited about that one because we got the there's a band from canada they mm-hmm. called dope Fro. it's a really cool yes band. I, I know that uh, band, yeah yeah and so we got their vocalist to do uh, well like guest vocals on this track sweet and it was yeah and it you know it just it was one of those times where i just kind of i mailed the guy and i was like listen would you like to do vocals for this song i don't know i know you don't know this or you don't know me but come on you know yeah be cool. what do you say and he was yes fuck that's and awesome he, you know, 
he was quite excited about it. And that made me really happy because we're really big fans of that. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited about that one just because. Yes, yeah, so uh, you, you're really someone who knows how to shoot a shot, eh? What well, you gotta have to, you, yeah, you know, nothing ventured, to. nothing gained, dude. Like, uh, I commend your tenacity and your, and your persistence. I mean, uh, you, you probably, if without it, this, this, this wouldn't be possible, you know? Um, so I commend you, dude, you're, you're a go-getter. I like the fact that you, if you want something, you go out and get it. And I think that's a, that's something that some people, some people can learn from you, you know, learn from, for other bands to say, Hey, listen, if you want something, go get it. Well, yeah, I think that's, it's necessary. You have to, and it doesn't even have to be everyone. You need one person in the band who's just like aggressively motivated to just make things happen. And sure. you can make things happen. It is entirely possible. You just have to be very persistent about it sometimes. 100%. 100%. I love it though. I mean, that's that's a shooting for a goal that, that, that you want and that you will go to any lengths in order to succeed and i and i commend you for that dude that that's that's so awesome i, I think i've got a a general understanding of what johnny halliday is all is all about and on on that note i'm looking forward to meeting you in person dude so we can have a you know maybe one day what we can do is we can we can get together have have a couple of drinks and then put ourselves on camera and we can talk um until the cows come home for for an in-person podcast that'll be super cool but shout out shrug of the year i really enjoy that song so you know that's a papa g favorite um but yeah dude that that that's a, a sick song i'm looking forward to i actually only got to uh track 11 i haven't heard god knows or him five but i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to it dude uh it's gonna be on my my uh, i can't wait to hit it you know it's a, it's such a terrible thing for me to say is i can't wait for it to hit my spotify because i know you guys don't make no one makes shit on spotify but it's just the easiest yeah. thing to listen to fucking music on you know what i mean no it's true that's i guess that's the uh, problem where it's a I major really problem you I make no fucking money on spotify bro instead they're paying yeah, the joe rogan a hundred million dollars to have his fucking podcast on that's what you're paying for you know well Oh my god! I could do a podcast. Like, <laughs> they don't even have to. Yeah, bro. I think you know what. To be honest with you, I think. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I think you could do do a podcast for sure. I think people would be entertained. So maybe add that to your content list. Speak to Warren about it. Yeah, maybe uh, I should try and have a podcast. I'm just. I'm never happy with the way my accent sounds when it comes to that. Dude, you sound so, absolutely fine. I mean, it's there's. You you're as articulate as they come, so don't worry about that, man. Not at all. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. yeah. Um, Give yourself a bit of credit. Yeah. No, you know I know, that I know you come from here. a small town, but it it doesn't. Trust me, people. If you do, if you got up there and you spoke into a camera and stuff, people will listen. I guarantee you. Well. Maybe I'll give it a shot sometime. Good stuff. Maybe Good stuff. we should do one. Yeah, for sure. If you ever need any anything, give me a buzz. I'm, I've always got time for everybody. Um, that's 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 the way I do it. If you want, if you need any help doing anything, I will help you. No, no problem whatsoever. No questions asked, dude. Any parting words other than get the album 30 October as soon as it is it's released. Are there pre-orders? Anything like that that we need to take into consideration? 
Yeah, so there is a digital pre-order. You can check that out now. Um, it is on our Facebook page. I'll probably reshare it before the end of this week again. Okay. Um, so there you can just pre-save it on uh, Apple Music or on Spotify or whatever. You can get all of that done. Um, and there should be uh, orders going up for vinyl uh, pretty soon. Sick. That would, I'm hoping that will be in the next week or so. Uh, is also just depending on the production schedule and um, probably CD like Digipacks as well will be going up soon. So yeah, and any I guess sort of merch? check out the album. Um, yeah, we'll have t-shirts um, that will definitely be available. I'm guessing as well from next week. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, basically all of that, like if you just check out our socials, we'll update with everything that's available as it becomes available okay sweet dude sweet just my last question just an inquisitive papa g over here um you've got on the rough magic logo you've got the three dots above the the j and the i is that a significance yes it is you care to, to care to tell or, or or do you therefore wish to not tell anybody and they can make their own interpretation no, cool. it's part of that's what I was saying earlier. It's part of the magic to not. Okay, no, that's cool. You that, the, the card has been dealt, Mr. Johnny Holiday. Yeah, the card has been dealt. Somewhere, somewhere <laughs> no, awesome. I will tell you, some people have no, to it out no, for sure. I, I will, I will figure it out. I'll figure it out. I, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna consider it. I'm gonna give the albums a few more spins. Also, I'm not a reviewer. I don't review music. I listen to it and I enjoy it. It's like a fine wine. So I don't go in and uh, I'm not a connoisseur of wine because I don't review wine, just like music. I want to listen to it, enjoy it. I will never um, review, review music. I like to do reactions and all that kind of stuff, which is fun. But I'll give you my interpretation of what all that means the next time we see each other. How about that? Okay, right. Yeah, that, that sounds, sounds cool. It sounds like a fun exercise, actually. And, I, and I'm, I'm not joking. I'm being dead serious. Um, I like to find the deeper meanings. I mean... Ask anybody else who could, who 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 picked out the Opie Copy T-shirt on the zombie and the zombie staring at the uh, at the at the camera the whole time, bro. Come on, that was I mean, like it was staring at me right in the face. I was like, "What are you gonna do? You're gonna kill me? You're gonna come eat my face?" Um, but yeah, dude, it's it's been super yeah, fun to chat to you. Right, man. Yeah, it was. I've been having a rad time as well, um, and yeah. Any any, par- chat. any parting words for the rough magic followers out there? Um, sure. I don't know. Okay, I I'll, guess, do, I'll, um, I'll tell you what. I'll do it for you. 30 October, the Devil's Cattle released worldwide. 31 October, Hullabaloo Urban Sessions featuring rough magic and rough magic only. 6 p.m. South African Standard Time, 80 Rand a ticket. Get your tickets at CompuTicket. Just music, CompuTicket, Mongol Records. Be there. How's that? Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> awesome, dude. Um, Johnny, I, I look forward to chatting to you again. I look forward to uh, meeting your fellow uh, band mates and stuff like that and becoming accustomed. I look forward to you coming to Cape Town and seeing uh, you guys live in action so i wish you all the best for the rest of the year i know it's going to be an interesting one for for all of us especially for musicians but um 
dude it's been great chatting to you and i, I look forward to the next session Rad, thanks man yeah uh best to you as well and it's been yeah like i said good chat i, I had a good time excellent and hopefully to do it face to face exactly hopefully the next meeting is face to face without a shadow of a doubt ladies and gentlemen johnny holiday of rough magic look out for the album on the 30th of october the devil's cattle it's coming at your heart i love it i'm going to put it on blast as soon as we get off this podcast johnny thanks so much dude thanks man sweet brother cheers you too buddy all right that was johnny holiday of the of no of the devils of rough magic releasing the devil's cattle soon dude um it's been great hey i see a couple of uh, people in there what's up mongo records what's up france the planet it's good to see you guys you know what that was a great conversation we're not gonna we're gonna leave it at that because it's been a great episode with johnny holiday um of rough magic i look forward to uh everybody else hearing the album because i love it i love it it's it's interesting it's different it's every song has a different uh feel to it it's energetic it's groovy fuck yeah but this is papa jesus episode 67 with johnny holiday of rough magic until then we say peace i don't wanna go